Good evening, everybody, and a very warm welcome to our Lyceum service. And this is coming to you from the Paul Spiritualist Church on the south coast of the UK. A uh, great big warm welcome to our guest tonight, a gentleman, Yanis. Yanis, Kate, we've just looked this up. Um, we were thinking, when were you here? Oh, it's not that long ago. Well, it was actually October in 2022. Um, so a long, long time since we've seen and spoken to Yanis, but uh, I've been watching and just seeing the unfoldment going on online. It's just been absolutely delight to watch. It seriously has. Yanis, good evening, sir. Good evening. Good evening, Lawrence. Good evening, everybody else, too. And um, I have to say first, uh, thank you for having me here tonight. And it's always a pleasure to talk to you. All right. <laughs> Say that again in an hour's time. Um, <laughs> so, as I said, um, um, because of the nature of our social media platforms now, we're all kept up to date with everybody and everything, what's going on. Um, and you, you really have come into your stepping into your power at this time and it is really lovely to see i remember uh when we booked you here for paul it was because there was a post out and you ended up taking your first service a bit like a lot of people happens uh, the medium doesn't turn up and you're sat there innocently enjoying yourself and then the next thing <laughs> yeah that's exactly how it's happened yeah and I just saw that, and there was just something about you, and I thought, oh, I really like you. I like where you're coming from. You've got a really nice energy about you. So it was a great delight to host you physically down here in Paul and do our Lyceum night, which is still very popular with people, because you came out with some lovely tales. You, you told these stories with a meaning and a purpose, and they were beautiful to listen to. Uh, so, you know, you are a great orator. So just uh, what... What have you been doing in the last, what are we doing now, October, November, December, January, uh, 16 months? What's been going on in Yanis world? Uh, well, it's a good story. That's exactly what happened. Um, I basically, someone cancelled at Wellingora Spiritualist Church and they invited me to do my first demonstration of mediumship. And uh, by the time I finish, I think about two hours later, because obviously someone put it, uh, put a post on the Facebook. I had about seven different churches contacting me the next morning. And um, it started from there and it spread quite, quite quickly, even though it shocked me at the same time. Uh, but I've been working really hard, uh, lots of demonstrations. Uh, lots of at the same time learning, still sitting in the circle. Mm. I mean, thanks. Um, things change a little bit, so I run my circle now, circle of Zoom, which is great. And um, also doing the um, circle for one of the churches, which is what every two weeks. So uh, going into teachings, I'm the same time learning quite a lot. Uh, we're doing lots of SNU courses with um, SNUI online and obviously going to Arthur Finley College always helps. I've uh, already been there once and I'm going there again, plus few open days and few classes at the same time. So it's been a wonderful progress. Uh, I have to say spirit never let me down. Hmm. For some 
in so many things and you're kind of getting tired and you're thinking i'm not sure carry on but somehow they always uplift you they always give you that energy and what which energy you get fully energized okay and you also give they always give you that support and just little nudge and a push saying keep going keep going there's no reason to stop you know and um what's really helped me is that realizing doing a service for others it's one of the greatest gifts we can have here on the earth plane and just getting that really joy each message that you give when you give somebody that confirmation that somebody in spirit life looking after them and trying to help them the loved one or the spiritual guide i uh, give them a little nudge and uh, nudge in a direction the way they should go and just truly believe themselves it gives me this wonderful strength love and compassion to carry on beautiful beautiful um i and i do love there because you uh, hit on something that's very um pertinent and very emotive with me that you continue on with your development uh, we do see occasionally, time to time, you know, I've got the title, I'm getting booking, so that's it, I don't need, why would I need to sit in circle? Um, but, and do you know what, it, it really is shining through. I've noticed now that you're quite comfortable working online as well, doing Zoom demos. Yes. How, how are you finding them? Um, it's actually quite an uh, interesting story. Uh, about just over a year ago, I actually went to my local spiritualist church in Hitchin and one of the really good local mediums and a really good friend, he looked at me and said, I need to give you a message from spirit. I'm not sure who it's coming from, but you should get yourself a laptop and go online. And until then, I didn't have a laptop. I said, what mm -hmm. do I need a laptop for? He said, you have to do something on Zoom. I don't know what it is, but the message, do something on Zoom. So I'm thinking, I always give other people messages and there's a good message i should go and get myself a laptop and i did and uh, went on zoom and start doing uh, just private readings on zoom and uh, also learning on zoom we actually i created circle on zoom because you the one who inspired me because you are a truly pioneer who took spiritual movement online you still have a church that you have a demonstration but at the same time you're streaming online and coming to you and visiting you thinking well it actually works exactly the same way the spirit is here you don't have to be physically in the room so i'm thinking if you can do a message to somebody why can't i open a circle on zoom so i thought really just give it a try Yanis. what can go wrong and nothing is different sometimes i think actually it works even better and what really helps with that is that there's lots of people can't travel or they live far away and we're creating this wonderful community some people it's like 30 or 50 miles away but we're creating this wonderful community of working together and i took even one step little bit further recently i started um trans circle and i've always okay. been always been told you can't do trans on uh, online because you have to be in the presence you have to be in the room i said well you never know give it a try and it works it works wonders because spirit know 
how to come in, how to communicate, and they also know that they're not going to put you in such a deep state that you fall asleep or you can't come back. So they do it very, very gently, and they do it step at a time. Of course, you need to have very strong uh, communication with your spiritual guides. You need to have a tr full trust in them. So I always put that intention, and I always ask them, work with me in the way you think is best, not what I think I need or what I want at this point in time. Mm -hmm. so you the intelligence behind everything. Please bring as much as energy as I need it at that point in time and make sure that everything working beautifully and they never let, never let me down. Brilliant. And again, you know, everything you're saying here is resonating beautifully because you're talking there about the intent and the intelligence of spirit. Uh, and that's something that sometimes we we may neglect the intent or actually we deny the intelligence of spirit because we, we put it in our box, our mainframe of, well, only this can happen. Yeah. Um, and if you actually go in with that thinking of only this can happen, guess what? Only that will happen. <laughs> Shock horror. That's the thing. It's actually having true trust. Because I always say to myself, right, I've got a few spiritual guides. I'm really in close contact with them. I talk to them on a daily basis. So they know how my energy works they know what, how i think so they always bring something that i need and sometimes they push me sometimes they pull me back a little bit so mm -hmm. hang on hang on one step at a time for example don't rush into that one yet create uh maybe better base or just a bit more strength before you go into that direction but you can do this way and because i kind of really let them do that they take me in such a beautiful pathway that I totally love it. And I can't say anything negative about them. Mm. You know, you, you've done this to me. Yes, sometimes they put you into test. Because sometimes we're thinking, all right, we're going this way. And I finally worked with my uh, shadow and I'm in the perfect uh, place. So they always... They will always bring something just to test you one more time. Are you really? Can you cross that bridge without seeing it, but have that full trust? And as uh, it's in the Bible, you can only cross that bridge if you believe it's there. Yep. So have that true belief. And things change in the way spirit works, especially on Zoom. Because sometimes we always bring a communicator. We describe how they are. But recently, in the last few months, they come in a slightly different way. And as person uh, just join in on Zoom, and before I even go into uh, describing the person who's, who is the communicator, they give me something specific, just one or two words for that person. And I go, right, I think, for example, uh, this, um, you just bought yourself new slippers. And I go, oh my God, how do you know? I said, trust me, I don't. But the spirit just told me that for a reason. And the person who's saying it, is your grandmother for example and she looks like that and then they go straight into the message soon as the person recognizes who it is 
they're going straight into the message because what I've been told by the Spirit now is everything is in the message and the confirmation will come in with that too. Mm -hmm. But then yeah. if people are ready for the message, sometimes people coming in, uh, if they are first time, they just want a confirmation who it is, the one fact. And Spirit gives you that because they know what the sitter needs at that point. So they will give you what that person needs, not what I think I should give it to them. Because you can spend whole hour just to confirm and then your grandmother also said this and she also had this and this. Because that person need that confirmation. He need to have strong belief before we go any further. Yeah. And it is it's I mean it confirms the uniqueness of our mediumship everybody's mediumship is in their own unique way but we do have those commonalities um we sometimes approach thinking how a message should be structured or i want more evidence on that i want to go deeper into that when actually the recipient may not need that because you know they can a lot of recipients and we tend to overlook this can actually start to feel that presence themselves yeah and they just know i've i've sat here before and the medium started talking and after a couple of bits of evidence which not very specific evidence and i've gone i know that's my mum yeah i just know that's my mum because i just see it i know it is i know it is um and it I think we struggle, don't we? We we struggle with that at times. It is. Um, it is. Sorry to interrupt. Uh, no, only I wasn't hitching this Wednesday. I was doing demonstration of mediumship. And as I started to describe this lovely lady that was coming in, I said, the first thing I need to say, she's grinding her teeth to the point where there's no teeth left. And she just started crying. So that's yeah. my grandmother. You don't need to say anything else. Yeah. And what followed that after that, it took me about 20 or 30 seconds. And the rest, it was just a message that she really needed at that point in time because she was going through a difficult situation. And that was so right. beautiful. Just that enough confirmation that they can take it and then give them that message. It's the guidance. Because people in spirit, it's your loved ones. They come in to communicate with you. They want to give you upliftment, a direction. They're not going to push you, make you do anything, but they will give you that direction, that love, that support. And all you need sometimes is just the confirmation that they love you. Yeah. Enough confirmation that they are still watching you, that they are by your side. And that's what needed at that point. It's that going, you know what? I am not alone on this world. Someone may be going through a difficult uh, relationship uh, problems and maybe a uh, lost couple of friends or loved one they don't have people to communicate and just that confirmation that we are still watching you you know it's wonderful yeah. and it is interesting because just as you're talking there my mind's whirring away and i've noticed changes in my connection with the other world uh differences in the phenomena of evidential mediumship with other mediums that we have working here at Paul. Yeah. And I just think, well, do you know what? The, 
again, we need to go back to the intelligence of the spirit world. We're in a time now, we're not entering a time anymore, we are in this time where nothing is certain. Yeah. Nothing is set. Uh, every day we wake up and there's change, and it is very, very unsettling for people. You know, we're finding challenges uh, within our personal lives, within our financial lives, within our career life. Every aspect of our being yeah. has got yeah. all these challenges. And of course, the spirit world understand that. The spirit world not only understand it, they react to it. Yeah. Um, and I think we as mediums need to be open to these changes coming in um and allow the voice of spirit to flow and trust you know and just think i don't feel like i've given enough evidence that recipient knows that that was yeah. whoever talking to them yeah <laughs> it's not our message <laughs> how yeah. many times do i have to say this to mediums including myself yeah. it's not our message <laughs> But that's what happening is the confirmation is in the message because what you tell them no one will know even you even their close family someone from spirit will know what's going on in their mind why they're not sleeping what is troubling them have they been to uh, doctors recently what is the cause of the problem all of that is confirmation you know you're going there because you had a scare for a cancer I know you've been to doctors and like, oh my God, who knows? I know I haven't even told my family. So it must be somebody up there. And sometimes uh, I've done recently also a couple of messages where they're quite quick, but I call them divine message because I trust myself and I trust spirit and I trust what I receive. And as you're going through the uh, room, you will pick one person and I'm thinking, I'm, I don't have a communicator. I need to give you this message. So I will say, I'm really sorry. I'll give you the divine message. It's something you need to hear. And it can be a little bit short by saying, that's the direction you need to go. And this is what you need to do. You need to pick up the phone and ring your brother, for example. And that's all I need to tell you. And it's always correct. Mm. And that's what they need to know. That's what they need to hear because you can see in their eyes by that point, there might be tear coming down or they just know, you know, saying, yes, you're right. How do you know? And yeah. the answer is always, I don't, I'm only the messenger or as spirit uh, always say to me, we just rent your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like you've got the same team as I've got. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> But it is, it, you know, as I say, we are now in this um, changed world and continue to change. Do you think this offers spiritualism uh, a really good opportunity here to step up to the mark, to not only deliver that wisdom, knowledge and love from the spirit world, but in, even in more practical ways? of supporting our communities bringing people together i always say with our demonstrators here and usually through the address when i say they do the job i'm not being condescending because to me the job is they give everybody hope yeah when we go out of the doors there's hope has been instilled 
you know you're right things are really really changing and we notice more and more that younger generation children now they're more sensitive they're more receptive mm -hmm. to spirit and that's why at this point in time we've seen so many youngsters struggling because they are sensitive and receptive they also can have that communication with spirit and therefore they are empaths so they pick up lots of energy and you're right in our society now at this point with everything going up with struggles and a big big shift and a change people especially young people at the moment they can see all of that they're realizing that the life is not easy and there's a the whole society doesn't go exactly it may be the way it should and there's not enough happiness so they pick on all of that and i think the intelligence of spirit coming in at this point and that's why they're taking lots of stuff online because youngsters spend lots of time on their phone mm -hmm. they're going through their TikTok, and i know i have two children and why my, my eldest one who's only 20 coming in and going he knows what i do he doesn't ask too many questions but he's happy with that but recently he keep coming back and saying i've seen this on TikTok. now i understand what you're saying and he asked him questions about spirituality, about the energy, about chakras, about uh, things that he picking up at the moment. But spirit, uh, because until a few months ago, if you say to me, um, you know, something with TikTok, I will go, no, no, no. You know, people going there just to have fun. But the intelligence of spirit, obviously pushing people towards there to put little videos, little messages, the same with Facebook, the same so then no and i think spirit is two or three steps ahead of us they knew things will go online they knew that things will get more difficult and i think the infrastructure is always there you only have to look just a little bit to the left and a little bit to the right but everything is there okay and going online people also some people can't travel youngsters can't drive but I've seen when I uh, we do uh, like you do on Zoom and uh, other people, and I've done couple couple of demonstrations for people on Zoom. I can see more and more young people. Yeah, which is great. Yeah. Which is great. So you're right. The intelligence of spirit is uh, much ahead of ours. They know what is going to happen, so they put just little things just underneath, just there when we're ready to pick up for anyone it's always there brilliant brilliant um i have a saying of spirit we use a rusty nail to get a message across and that's that's not derogatory it's just to say spirit will use every avenue to get the message across um but i always say when we're dealing on that energy level of getting a message across it's a two-way thing we can give out the message what the recipient does with it is entirely up to them and it's actually none of our business true yeah absolutely, uh, absolutely. Um, yeah sorry we missed that. sorry yeah just can you hear me are we okay? can you... yes Sorry, can you hear me at all? There's a little bit of a sound problem there for a little hiccup. Yeah, we okay. can hear you. I think that's spirit Sorry, saying, that's look, better. see what we can do. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. You oh, see, what we, how dare you call me a rusty nail? 
brilliant. Love it. <coughs> but it is, it is, um, it is just so interesting this time, and I'm not being demeaning about it because there is just so much going on, and it's actually. Um, we're seeing so much come across on uh, social media and different things. And it's very hard to sort of keep a balance on things and not get too engrossed and not let things wind you up. You know, yeah. if that's somebody's belief system, absolutely fine, carry on. All right. And it does make us look at our own philosophy and our own belief structure. Um, I've gone very much back into spiritualism because everything, in my opinion, everything we do within spiritualism is evidential in one form or another. Yeah, We have the, obviously, the evidential message, but we can have evidence come through through our healing mediums, through our spirit artists, through our philosophers, um, you know, when you when you get an address that really bounces around the room and hits everybody on a level, that's our evidence trail. Yeah. You know, we've got to broaden our view of what is evidence. And evidence is no longer confined to the sitter going yes or no. Evidence is that you resonate, that you touch yeah. people when you are working in whatever aspect your mediumship unfolds. What do you think of that? Well, see, this this whole whole earth plane is designed in a way that we kind of, by the time we come here, we'll forget who we are. So everything, mm. in a way, hidden in the plain sight and first starts with the books, okay? But when you're ready, you have to be ready to get awakened. Now, you can get awakened by so many different ways someone told you something you might have done a yoga or you went in nature or you just simply woke up one morning so when you're ready as they say the teacher will appear but what's really nice is for me when i woke up everything was there but i was ready to wake up and i was ready to step on the spiritual path and once you step people like you selves and so many others will help you on this journey and I feel like this is now my time to do exactly the same. But you have to do it in such a gentle way. Just be there. If someone's ready to come up for air, I created a space where I can say, hi, how can I help you? But we can't force spirituality on anyone because the mm -hmm. only thing when you do that, people just back off because they feel like you want something from them. And that's not the point. We're not a religion in that sense of uh way we're just creating a space that beautiful love which only comes through your heart yes we have to use words to produce that to um do the address and that's really really important you're right you're absolutely right and the address has to come really from your heart it's what your teachings what you understand it and what really resonates with you when you do that with true belief it's resonate people really believe and can take that and even if they know if someone just walked in at that point in time for the first time they can look at the medium and go i don't know what he's saying but he's saying with so much conviction that there must be true in it 
I might come back and listen again. I might look into something. I might go and buy a spiritual book. And that's yeah. what happened to me because in the beginning I used to look and I go, there's something there. I don't understand what it is. But I will go and find out and I will do my own research. I will go and read the books and bit by bit you find the little pathway and it's like hidden in a plain sight. And then only take somebody you walk up and just someone give you that one final message saying, you know, you're on the right pathway. And this is maybe the next book you should read, or this is the next person you should go and meet. Mm. And everything starts to open up. But it will only work when you are ready. You can't force the process. Yeah. And um, sadly, that, that can sometimes be quite a big stumbling block for people. Uh, mm. And including ourselves. I mean, we have things that for whatever reason, reasons that we can't see at this time, that's not the right direction we should be going in. Because, And I trust the spirit world. If I try and try and it's just sort of like, not yet, not yet, I'll go, fine, fine, tell me when the time is right. Or I will know when the time is right. Um, because sometimes we have sort of like our churches and centers and our online presence the shop window if you like is the evidential mediumship and people see that and go wow and in fact funnily enough a question has just popped up about this so i will bring this in to the conversation thank you dell um wow you know how do i do that but it, it's the phenomena that we demonstrate through the evidential mediumship is the pinnacle of in fact i'll bring this no okay. we'll comment in just a minute um it to me it's the pinnacle because we've put in all that groundwork and i'm not saying that makes us special by any means i often say why are you working with me seriously <laughs> why me what's the matter with you um but we we've had that dedication we've had that training we we've opened ourselves up to live uh with spirituality in our lives uh and that's that's a big thing to you're bring. right see um sometimes people step on the spiritual path and they try to force things in the way how they used to live for example in a normal life they would have a better job uh, more money better car better everything and then mm. suddenly they're going turning the intention from being finding things out them outside of themselves inwards but they're doing it in the same way they're going right and now i'm gonna go and sit in five different circles i'm gonna go and read lots of books and maybe go to different lots of classes and um you know places uh colleges and they always start doing well, but then they stumble, you're right. And that's where they think, oh, well, spirit doesn't work with me because they try to force it. Yeah. And being a spiritual, it doesn't actually mean you have to be a medium or healer or work in that way. Being spiritual is truly being spiritual inside. And that's yeah. simply being a nice person love one another but the first thing that person has to recognize 
the soul within themselves. Because when you do that, you look at everybody and you recognize soul in each one of them. And you're yeah. going through their eyes, as uh, Christians say, eyes are the windows of the soul. But until you can recognize that soul within yourself, until you truly can look yourself in the mirror and say, you know what? I am okay. I am a soul. Maybe humbled. And I will step on this path. And I will help others. I will love my neighbor. Just simple things. And most of the other things is that you have to do is just stop all the busybodiness. Because spirit is a natural phenomena. It's your nature. And when you stop running around and even being in different circles, you have to find a time to sit by yourself, to be comfortable with your own skin, to be comfortable with the presence of the silence. Because in silence, when you recognize your own breath, which is your true natural happening, every breath that we take, it's the energy of the spirit that we drawn within our chakras. And when we quietly sit for more than 10 minutes, spirit find that space and I come in slowly and gently okay because we don't know how to force anything like that we don't know how it's work but simply mm. recognize that we are the spirit and we are the soul the rest will just happen because when you do that spirit comes in and say to you right you finally step on the right path now <laughs> we will help you what we call with the brute force yeah. <laughs> so nicely timed, Del Del, and she's asking a question. How do you know when you're ready to work with spirits? Okay, it's a good question, and just about what we was uh, talking about. Yeah. <laughs> the best way to do it happened to me personally. Uh, I think I was about fourteen or fifteen. When I started to feel and be aware that there's a presence around me and a strong energies. I just sat quietly for about an hour by myself. I turned all the lights off, I put the candle, and I just sat. I said, if I can feel those presents when things happening, like normal people walking around me, and I still feel it, then there must be more to that. So just find a quiet space and just sit. You can sit by yourself, you can sit with your friend. And that's what the best circles are. You go in a circle and you sit, and if you're ready, Spirit will come in and you will start experience the energy, impressions, and the feelings. Because when I went first time to my circle, that was 25 years ago, I didn't get much. I sat there, I felt something, but I personally wasn't ready. I was doing it because someone told me, you can become a medium. I went, okay, I will go to the circle and I sit. But mm. I personally wasn't ready. So when the energy was coming in, I was pushing it slowly back. Going, oh, I feel something behind me. I don't want it. And the spirit backed off. So when you are ready, spirit will let you know all you have to do is find time to sit by yourself or with a friend and sit in silence. And trust me, you will know. Lovely. Yeah, nice advice, nice advice. 
I, I would add to that, Bill Dale, that um, how do you know when you're ready to work with spirit? You, you make a lot of uh, practices within our mediumship. And when I use the phrase mediumship, I'm talking about evidential mediums, healing mediums, philosophical medium, whatever, um, is self-reflective practice. So how do you know you're ready to work with spirit? So what is your definition of working with spirit? What do you think is going to manifest when you start working with spirit? Because in my experience, the best thing is not to have expectations. Yeah. Just to say, I'm here, let's talk. Let's yeah. find out, let's see what unfolds. Because trust me, being up on that platform makes me laugh slightly at times because people say oh i want to be a medium and i often retort with oh so you want to give up the next 40 sundays of the year and travel here there and everywhere no matter how you feel no matter what the weather um i've never seen a millionaire medium so forget the cash side of it <laughs> you know seriously you need to think about that yeah. um <laughs> what we meet and recognize um, mediums. There was a gentleman who used to run our local hospice. And if ever a soul came to this earth with a specific purpose, it was in this guy. He, you know, as a hospice, obviously, it's the worst time of people's lives. And he would bring people in. And under his care and under the care plan, my father went in, this is my personal experience, uh, in a dreadful state. The next morning, he was sat up in bed, fully compass mentors, able to hold a conversation. And I just thank God that was my last memory of my father, not how he went in there. And this guy just did all this. Uh, and he, he just thought, you can see the hand of spirit there. You can see that connection i'm not saying he sat in circle i'm not saying he went to spiritualist church in fact i do know because i said something about healing and he said oh well that's your belief that's great mm. um he was not a spiritualist but that certainly did not stop the hand of spirit and when yeah. we go back through history we see again the hand of spirit at work with the peacekeepers with the great orators who brought around change for the betterment of the human race. You can see that guidance there. So, Dale, Dale, you know, just sit and don't have an expectation of how you are going to work with spirit. Talk to them and find out how can we work together, because it's always we. Um, when I hear I, 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 it's like a Carmen Miranda song, you know, I, 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 I. Um, I just think oh, that's quite interesting. Are you, are you going to let spirit have a voice in this? Because it's 50 50. Yeah, <clears throat> at the end of the day, we need to truly surrender ourselves mm. because the ego must go. Not that it disappears, no, we have to have healthy, healthy ego to live on this plane. Yeah. But we need to surrender to spirit and fully trust. I mean, the intelligence is infinity. Why wouldn't you not trust that? Yeah, exactly. Really good question. I love this one. Thank you, Kath. Okay, books. Yes, kindly recommend some books to me. Excellent. Thank you, Kath. My, one of my favorite ones, only read it recently, about six or seven years ago, Celestine 
prophecy okay yeah it's a wonderful wonderful book uh it's a trilogy and it's a person taking a personal journey of trying to find a script that's been written in peru long time ago and it's um all about spirituality and how we should live our lives and he's taking that journey on finding out and by the time he finds the script the journey that it takes him he finds his own soul in the process mm-hmm. so that's a wonderful wonderful book i mean uh, i read so many like van prach book for example so many early um books about just confirmation about spirit but my personal favorite ones is silver birch yeah i have them all and i read them on a regular basis i will finish one six months later i will pick it up and read it again so i probably read all of them three or four times at least because you get so much information you get it the first time just to understand the idea of how the whole spiritual life on this earth plane and in spirit works but then the little messages that all the way along and it's so much information that it takes time to understand because as your pathway develops you start to understand and see how it really works in real time which is wonderful so those are the books i will recommend if you want a really beautiful journey it's celestine prophecy and any silver birch books or white eagle books they're just wonderful yeah lovely good recommendations thank you uh i do love books i'm just looking at our church library which is just growing and growing it's absolutely wonderful um with my view on that kath is depends where you are in your development because i would recommend um gordon higginson on the side of angels I think that is a beautiful book, but I also echo Yanis there with Silver Birch books, because the interesting thing is um, using books, not just to take in information, but to use that information. You can read a passage out of Silver Birch today, and in a year's time, you can read that same passage, and it will be totally different to you, because it shows how you're unfolding and i think books are very good at doing that showing the unfoldment things will resonate and stick in your mind um and in real day life everyday life things will happen you go oh my goodness this is yeah i can see this now because i like the reference there to the celestine prophecies people uh quite often want the answer which is a purely natural human thing to do but the answer is the summarization of your journey that's it yeah yeah we're not feeling two and two is cool best spiritual lesson it's your life your Mm -hmm. life is your lesson okay but one thing you're right um what you said um when you read something i love books because they're almost a meditation for me Mm -hmm. so you will read half a page and there's so much information and I normally put it down and I just sit quietly for the next 10 to 20 minutes and trying to absorb what I just read. And at the same time, I can feel spirit coming in and just putting thoughts into my head and saying, this means this and this means this for you at this point in time in life. It's a wonderful meditation. 
Very true, and that's, that's beautifully put because it is um, those books that we've talked about, they all have a story to tell, but we will encompass that story on our own personal level there. And Cass just come back saying, Thank you, I shall get the books. I'm now of an age. We're all of an age, darling. Doesn't matter. <laughs> it's only numbers. You're eternal. You have and will live forever. <laughs> all right. So don't worry about that. And very interested as a teenager. I often saw and felt things, but they scared me. But join the club, love. <laughs> um I can just add to that thing. Uh, sometimes people think in well, I felt spirit as a child and all through my life and now i'm past 60 or 70 and i feel like i haven't done it anything with it that's not true yeah the spirit works on you even without you knowing because yeah. they throw so many life lessons difficulties breakups uh for example people say i want love in this life simple love so what God or spirit will give you is hard breakups. You will have so many difficult situations that the only person you should love is yourself. And through that, you will love everybody, even if they hurt you. Yeah. People say, you know, I want to be, uh, I need strength. Spirit can't give you strength. They will give you, again, difficult situations to battle through and saying, you know what? I have achieved and therefore I build the strength in me. And through form of the most difficult suffering, you will cultivate the best form of compassion. Only through suffering you can bring that through. And when somebody is struggling, you will recognize and you will put your hand out and say, I'm here for you if you need my help. Yeah. And that's life lesson. So when people say, oh, I haven't done anything, I'm sure that person helped others and gone through life lessons just to become a better and a wonderful person every day is an opportunity to do something every day it's just having and the thing is sometimes we uh, thinking oh in this life we must achieve everything is achievable and the life it's not a thing it's a process yeah. between coming to the soft plane and between going and I'm sure we're coming back again, maybe on this sort of plane or a different plane, but no. it's a process. <laughs> no. No, no, I don't. No. Lawrence, I keep thinking to myself every now and then, who made this massive mistake? Who pressed that button that I have to be reborn in here? Who's done it? When I get back there, I will have a words. <laughs> but I don't know what will happen. I will walk up there and go, right, who's done it? I go, you did it, Yanis. You did it. <laughs> and you think that was rough. See what you lined up for yourself next. Yes. <laughs> oh, brilliant. Nice comment here from Cass Saunders. Um, oh, nope, sorry. Thank you. That really resonates with me. I was had a very difficult life, blessed with wonderful children, one severely disabled who has brought me many blessings, and my work has always been in a helping role. So, yeah, just bears out what you've just been saying there, Yana. She just you just cultivated the service to others. But 
being a spiritual person, uh, and please, I'm not being derogatory or demeaning, is not walking around, you know, oh, hello, I love you. Being a spiritual person is being there when you need it, in whatever way, shape, or form. Is there, you know, to help, to assist, to uplift? Is there to listen? You know, we don't have to talk to people we can just listen you know, this is a spiritual and when we're in that vibration when we're in that energy of being of service to others that is leading a spiritual life That's it. you know so often we see people need all the trappings don't we um to show that we're spiritual well actually you did show you're spiritual and actually the light within uh, we see people and there's just something there and you go great yeah I, I, I don't know what it is i don't know what you've done but it's there and it's beautiful and well done whatever you've done so Lauren, you're good on your chance that's good absolutely on beautifully beautifully said and people sometimes um always put this veil between themselves and the spirit the saying we are here we're a physical form the life is here spirit is there they are both connected at yeah. all time the veil is me energy i am the veil when only you have to recognize that because people go no i can't be i can't be and i always say do you have seven seven energy chakras yes do you have your astral body yes do you have aura yes do you have a soul yes i said well they're all together in this mm -hmm. physical body you have everything that you need you carrying spirit within you and as the all Mayans civilizations used to say, we are animated earth. The animation and the energy is spirit. So until I am moving around and speaking and taking breath, I am living spirit. We are one and the same. Brilliant. Yeah, love it. Heidi, good evening to you from wherever you are. Um, she's saying, I met my twin flame four years ago. We are not together now, but I am on my spirit journey to find out to love myself, and I love it. Thank you. Uh, yeah. And do you know what? You, you just got to be really careful what you ask spirit for. <laughs> and I, I'm not putting a damper on it because, yeah, I want to find love. Well, what sort of love are we talking? Are we talking physical love? Are we talking the love for animals, our planet, our environment ourselves because if you can't love yourself how can you love somebody else if you can't find that space within you to love yourself and trust me i, I struggle with this every damn day uh, <laughs> how can you love somebody else how can you express that love when you don't know what love is I agree. Uh, sometimes twins flames can be a little bit complicated and confusing, but she can look from so many different points of view. And the point of view I want to put across is that she found her twin flame, mm -hmm. twin flame or spirit looked at both of them and looked at her and said, yes, you're doing okay, but can you do it by yourself? Do you have the strength without your partner or twin flame that always helping you because you need to stand on your own ground and have that love within yourself yeah. 
but then I'll, I'll, I'll say, people say, I'm looking for a twin flame. I will say, find your soul, mate. So find the soul, mate. Yeah. Find your soul first, and the mate will come. Very much. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, we heartily, heartily agree with that. Um, and again, as I say, you know, we, we put things out there at times. I want to find love. Well, you may find love for a short period of time. You, you haven't put that caveat in there. Yeah. You haven't said, I want to find love for the rest of my physical life here on this planet. You just said, oh, I, I want to find love. So somebody will come in. That love will be there initially in that attraction. But then for whatever reason, that may not stand the test of time. You know, and then it will make you go back and maybe review what you mean by love that's it so finding also love in somebody it's wonderful because what happens when you do that you truly open your heart because most of the time our heart is closed mm. so when you find somebody that love you what they do is they find the key to open your heart a little bit more but what the problem is we get so attached to that person that we forget about love because we want to possess it yeah and the idea is to still have an open heart and love the person that opened the love within you open that heart but in everybody because when you're in love you become a loving person and you suddenly uh, your neighbor going oh you're happy with me and you're talking to me what happened to you well i'm in love but then that happened and spirit said well what we're going to take that person away can you still love everybody and even that person Right. in exactly the same way without any conditions you know i can't give you my love because i'm moving away for example can you still be in love with everybody else the universe and your neighbor <laughs> or are you just gonna close the door to your neighbor well no <laughs> my life is broken i'm not talking to you run out and kick his bins over <laughs> yes <laughs> it's all your fault <laughs> <laughs> Steve. lovely jack good evening jack uh good point books can definitely be good for those who are able to read i think it's important to be aware of two things there's actually many people not able to read and for various reasons and no book has the truth but will be a reflection of the author's experience and beliefs yeah yeah and that's absolutely right you take the books as a step stones and you carry on they're not there to give you full truth because the only truth you will find is through your own life journey and through your own self-love mm. because once you open up to spirit the communication will come in the wisdom will come in the knowledge will come in of how you should be with yourself how you should be with other people which path should i take next so the books, they're just a pathway for you. They're not the end product. I can't say, sit here, you know, in 20s, I read 2,500 books. If I haven't learned anything. Yeah. Because there is um, a big difference between knowledge and experience. We can sit there reading books endlessly, day to day to day to day. But if we don't actually put the practical side of what we're reading into action you lose 
the whole meaning of it um and it just becomes a knowledge base very similar to our evidential mediumship is or we can deliver a lot of facts and you can end up with a very sterile communication but if we go into each fact that is presented to us by the communicator and because we should be storytellers yeah. So they're showing us a clock. Why are they showing us the clock? Oh, this is a commemorative clock because this guy did 50 years at an engineering. And suddenly that information becomes a living presence. And it's the same with our knowledge. You know, when we read and take in things, it's that opportunity and that hand from spirit to say, you've read about this. Now, now apply it practically in your life either in your actions or in your previous actions and maybe or others pre <laughs> others previous actions uh, around you and that's when we start to flesh things out that's it yeah absolutely beautifully said absolutely beautifully so lovely heidi who's from denmark good evening my darling uh this is heidi about the twin flame and yes it's beautiful journey for me and i love it and thankful for it i love to live with myself and my spirit journey is good thank you yeah. for your answer yeah a pleasure absolute pleasure this is a new thing we could we could do um i don't know what do you call it like uh relationship issue <laughs> No, we can't. We're not going to do that. <laughs> can I tell you very quickly? Um, yeah. I was doing private readings at one of the uh, hotels, and this lovely woman walked in. She was past 65. She told me straight away. And I went, uh, your grandfather, she went, I don't want to know. She said, I've got 25 minutes with you. Tell me all about my love life. Am I going to find the white prince or prince mm -hmm. on the white horse? I went, 25 minutes? You want me to talk about you? She went, yes yeah. <laughs> and that was brilliant probably one of the most uh, wonderful and uplifting readings i ever had it was beautiful i i am finding that as well and it'd be interesting all the mediums who are watching tonight if you could put a yes or a no in this um with a lot of private sittings now people have and thankfully in a way um have accepted that life continues have accepted that their family and friends can come through and provide evidence of their continued existence so they actually accept that now so their questions within the private sittings tend to be more deep and personal i'm not talking fortune telling i always say to my sitters if there's a tall dark handsome millionaire he's mine all right you, you can get to the back of the queue love <laughs> but they want to know more about uh their direction in life I and mean, we've got to be very careful because there's a very fine line between our opinion and what is being given yeah you're um, right uh you're right lots of people now understanding that accepting life after life so they know it's their grandmother the one that takes just say you only have to say well she looks like that okay what is the message it's the message but i always say when i give them advice and in a way, because they ask direct question, should I marry this person or not? I said, I can ask spirit and the way I'm feeling it at the moment, yes. But if you ask me tomorrow, it might be no, because from day to day, everything changes. And in the end of the day, don't look for the answer in spirit. You have to believe that within yourself. 
So I mm. always make sure I say that before I give them the answer. But I've, I've done with my own spiritual guides. I will ask them, right, tomorrow I've got to go left or right. What should I do? They go go left. I ask them five minutes later, go, go right. I go, yeah. well, what do you do? And the answer is, well, every time you will ask, we will give you the answer. But you still the one who have to make a decision. Exactly. Exactly. And very briefly, going back to that, should I marry this person? My my instinctual reaction is if you're asking that, maybe you need to ask yourself why you're asking that. That is a good point. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> yeah. If you're if you're asking a complete stranger that, there's your answer. <laughs> Joanne Lewis, good evening, my darling. Forgiveness starts with self also, recognizing that we are meant to make mistakes. So we are able to learn and then realize that others make mistakes and they are also meant to learn. So then you are able to forgive. Absolutely. See, that's the uh, thing. First, we need to recognize that the mistakes we've done, it's lessons. Yeah. they're not something we have to carry for the rest of our life as long as we learn and as soon as we learn we have to let go of that negative energy low vibration that's still holding us back now the difficult part is watching others and recognizing that they're just about to make a mistake but don't interfere each one of us have to go through own karma lessons to go through the process so we can live dharmically in order to do that we have to learn from the mistakes so we have to make them and i feel so many sometimes uh people on the spiritual path no you shouldn't do that no let them make the mistake you see what is going to happen but until they do it for themselves you can't tell them yeah. because you might help them today but tomorrow they will fall again and it will be twice as hard let the children especially children let them make mistakes when i was teaching my son to cycle for the first time and i was running behind him holding the bike i remember that point where i need to let go and i said to him i will let go do not look back and i had to and he fall and it's wonderful because that's how he learned the next time he didn't fall but you have yeah. to let go and we have to do that the difficult part is to do with a family whether yeah. it's your partner or your children and we always interfere and i get so many people no this is the way you should do it no this is your opinion this is my opinion and if i'm making a mistake just be there for me when i fall but don't yeah. poke me and say i told you so <laughs> but we need to forgive we need to forgive because if we don't the only person that is suffer is us because that energy stays within your energy body within yes. your aura and it drags you down and drags you down until it hits such a low energy vibrational frequency that you start getting too ill you start to become so anxious that many other physical problems will manifest themselves out of your own fear and as with all things in our continued unfoldment is recognizing that it is like past um, arguments or disagreements with people. We can just cut that communication, but it stays with us. Yeah. It may not be in our consciousness or something will trigger it. And then suddenly you're back in that same energy. 
but even when it's not in your conscious mind it is in still in your energetic body and this is something uh, that i work with people on is digging out some of these past traumas of this life of and getting it down to the energy level because you find the more you delve down and into the energy there's less and less ways of backing out of it you know it will then trigger say something from your own childhood or your own life and that's why it still sits there so and realizing what the trigger is releases that energy um you know it, it, it's, it's just this ever unfolding path i always say spirit communication just gets subtler and subtler and subtler and subtler when we think we've cracked it other stuff comes in and you go, oh gosh <laughs> here we go <laughs> yeah. well i think lessons getting harder and harder but the whole point of life is uh to become liberated and to become liberated you have to not live in karmically but live dharmically it means recognize your own doing because karma doesn't translate something that you drag around with you forever karma translates from hindu is you own doing means mm. you have to take your personal responsibility as the seventh principle of spiritualism is everything that you do has an effect first thing it has an effect is on yourself first because you might do something for others but like you said that energy will stay with you and that negative energy will manifest in some kind of physical form yeah and to live dharmically means recognizing everything that you say and everything that you do even to yourself and let go and by moving through the process of liberating yourself raising that energy raising energy means become more kinder more happy with yourself and happy with others accept things as they are in society big change is happening you have to accept the change and move with the change because if you don't you have dukkha dukkha means you're hanging on to the past you can't move to the future bringing something from the past because we're so settled in our little programming and we're thinking right my future should look like this because i know in the past it made me happy but that was the past you can't mm. bring past into the future and if you do you realize that you're stuck in the red and you're not going to be happy and thinking well i'm doing everything i should but i'm not happy because you're still doing the same process over and over you have to let go and let the future and dharma come in but the future is unknown and we have to embrace that and step with strength and power knowing that spirit and our own development will carry us through to whatever the future will be definitely and again this brings us very nicely back to an earlier part of the conversation about with spiritualism um i i have a a little saying of don't be a 90-minute spiritualist you know don't walk in the doors of the church and go hi everybody how are yeah, you yeah. oh it's so nice to see you and we walk out the door and you go right who's in my parking who's doing that why are they <laughs> you yeah. know bring that spiritualism into your life right. into everything that you do and say every action has an equal and opposite reaction that is a firm proven scientific law 
we are energy every energy we put out has an equal and opposite energy yeah and the more we go down one side the more it goes on the other side that's exactly right exactly right because we can all be happy in the spiritualist church giving these lovely messages to healing for each other wonderful atmosphere and that's what it's for exactly but then you walk out and someone cut you up and you go oh or someone said something you hippie you know you spiritual person you talk to that people and your whole thing goes up yeah and it takes split second and it, it does happen to me too but i started to learn over the years that every time it does that it's like right i just got caught Mm. I just got caught. And as I do that, I always send love to that person, love to the universe, and saying they're only trying to upset me because they're struggling. So I will send them love, I'll smile, and I'll say, have a nice day. And you know what? I have to tell you the story when I was really uh, young. I was 20 years old, and I used to live to the neighbor, my neighbor, and we had share pathway. And I used to smoke those days, and I stood and I smoked outside mine, and I stepped on his grass. He opened the door and had to go at me. And I remember for one moment, I just want to scream back, back at him and say something really bad. And I think spirit came in and they said, no, just slow down and say sorry. And I turned around and said, I'm really sorry. I didn't mean to do that. I will not do that again. And I remember he closed the door and I was so steaming inside. I went inside my house and I was ready to explode. I'm thinking, I can't yeah. believe I just was so nice. He knocked on the door and he said, thank you. And I am really, really sorry. I had really bad yeah. day and my wife told me she's leaving me. And I was really upset. So I snapped at you for no reason. But because you haven't reacted and you said sorry and have a nice day, you make me feel really bad, so can we make it up? And just the power of loving thought and not reacting to somebody at that point because they are struggling. We don't know what's happening with people. Yeah. We have no idea. So just not be reactive, but send the love. And that's what we're here for. And that's a beautiful reflection of how we are on our spiritual pathway because we now recognize, you know, I'm no angel. I have moments uh, where things slip, but I know afterwards. And it's a thousand times worse than somebody telling me I was wrong doing something because I'm telling myself that yeah. was wrong, but I did. And I can't escape that. I can't argue with it. I can't deny it. I can't walk away from it, you know? Uh, if that, if somebody came up and told you afterwards you're wrong, you would just put up another barrier. But when you realize, yeah. you just know yourself that, ah, oh, yeah, I really could have done that a lot better. And we will actively seek out ways to recompense that time. Anyway. <laughs> Janice, it's been absolutely yes. wonderful catching up with you again. Um, really, this conversation has just flowed. It's been beautiful. Wonderful comments coming in there. A lot of agreement in what's being said in things. So that is great that we can. And this is one of these wonders now with the electronic side of spiritualism. 
before 2020, we were all on our spiritual pathways of unfoldment, but we very rarely got the opportunity to talk together. Mm. Uh, and this, I find, is so beneficial to us now that we can share thoughts, share ideas, and people agree or disagree. That's fine. Absolutely fine. But we can debate things and we can talk. I always say, you know, we are, you know, your mother, father, sister, brother. There's so many versions of us out there. And each time we step into that role, we are that person. But it's times like this, we, we can just be us. We yeah. can talk from, from our heart, from our soul, and share thoughts, share ideas, share things, and just see where that goes. And it is, yeah, it's, it's a really beneficial um, side to spiritualism now. Not only the demonstrating and healing. I sat in an online healing circle, and that was incredible. Um, yeah, I was well pleased with how that went. But we can actually share and just come away from these things going, yeah, that really resonated me. Or actually, that really challenged me because I think, and it will make us look at what we think and how, yeah. you know, what we base that on. Where did that come from? So, so what, it's what you did. You started. You are completely pioneer. So thank you for having me. Thank you working so hard and taking the whole spirituality online and building community that you can connect and you connect now with so many people in different countries all over the world and what's really nice um i know somebody who following your uh, program who's watching all the lyceum night i randomly met somebody recently in uh, bedford church someone just walked up said oh i think yanis you you know you know um lawrence yeah yeah i watch his programs all the time i watch him online and the communication and i actually remember reading their comments and like oh my god and it's such a wonderful community that you created and it's expanding and expanding and expanding so truly thank you for having me here pleasure but i'm one of many there are many out there uh doing the same and it is great did I hear you say you're going to the Open Day at the college this year? Yes. Are you going on the Saturday? Saturday and Sunday, yes. You can buy me a drink on the Saturday because we're taking a coach load up from Paul and Southampton. So we can actually meet oh, in person, which is always really odd. We, we get to know people online and then we meet them in person. It's like... It is wonderful. It's wonderful. I'll definitely buy you a drink, and that's what's been happening recently. Uh, doing uh, readings on Zoom and stuff like that. So, oh, building that community, even on the Facebook, someone woke up to and go, "Oh, hi!" And I go, oh, "I know you. You're my digital friend." It's wonderful. Yeah. yeah. Um, and thank you, everybody, for joining us tonight. It was so wonderful with Denmark, Holland, UK, Scotland, Ireland, everybody coming in. And it's just so nice that we can connect on this level. And just, and as I say, if you've listened tonight and you've agreed, great. If you've listened tonight and you maybe disagreed on some points, that's great because everybody's philosophy is their philosophy. But just be remindful that today's philosophy is not going to be tomorrow's philosophy. Because we have a whole load of experiences that can happen in the next 24 hours or things that come into our mind and go, do you know what? 
Yeah, maybe after maybe I need to look at that slightly differently. So yeah, thank you everybody for joining us tonight. Thank you, Yanis. Uh, it's been so nice catching up with you. It's been a wonderful, wonderful evening. And tomorrow you can watch the church service from here at Paul at 11 o'clock GMT. So that's 12 o'clock for our European friends. Uh, we have Phyllis Rumney, who is a CSNU certificate holder with the Spiritualist National Union. Next Saturday, our Lyceum night, we have Phil Dykes and Kerry McLeod in conversation with us. So we're looking forward to catching up with them because they will actually be here taking a number of courses and demonstrations later on in the year. So nice to be able to have a little chat and talk with them. But in the meantime, any parting thoughts, Yanis? Love yourself and love others and truly open your heart because the greatest institution on this earth plane is a human heart. No bureaucracy will transform earth into heaven, but human heart, the heart of Christ, your heart can do it. Beautiful. And mine is very short and sweet. If you can't love somebody, just don't hate them. <laughs> love it. <laughs> Brilliant. Thank you very much, Lawrence. Thanks uh, Thank to everybody you, who was watching. Brilliant night. Brilliant night. Thank you. And thank you, everybody.